Hey, Alex, what's up? Oh, Amy, it's been a wild ride today. Do you get it? A wild, wild ride. (laughs) You're going to get the pun, people, really quick. So (laughs) um, Amy and I were thinking, what can we even talk about in our what's up segment? Because we don't have anything interesting going on. And lo and behold, Harry Styles and Olivia Wilde gave us some pretty interesting news today. We're pretty upset because she's dating Harry and we are not. Yes, the only person I'm okay with dating Harry is myself. But (laughs) um, so basically, I did a little bit of research. And by that, I mean, I contacted my friend Steph uh, in Victoria, who knows a lot more about One Direction than even me. And I wrote a fan fiction. She knows more. Facts in support of them dating. He has a history of dating older women. Okay. But facts not in support of the story. Just because they're holding hands doesn't mean they're dating. He has held hands with Lizzo, James Corden, and all other four One Direction boys, Nick Grimshaw, and many others. This is what she says. This is like factual research. (laughs) Um, And our outstanding question is, it was Jeff Azoff's wedding, and given COVID restrictions, Olivia Wilde probably didn't get invited to it on her own accord. Therefore, she was someone else's plus one. Maybe they are just friends, and Harry will still marry me. Or you, but These I thought we discussed that you love things. Liam. I I just like, Harry's just like a cool figurehead to me that I'm like, yes, you're just so cool. He's just, I love it. It's, it's very revolutionary. Um. I guess we'll have to save our story when we got arrested a different time. Yeah, tune in <laughs> next week for that. <laughs> okay. We hope you guys enjoy this upcoming episode. It's all about... Feminism! Okay, we are here today talking about feminism. So, Alex, I'm going to jump and throw this big ball at you. What does feminism mean to you? Feminism to me, uh, above all, is it means we're living in a world where there's equality. So what does that mean? We see both men and women equally in positions of power. But not only that, but we see people of color and LGBTQ folks in positions of power and better representation in the media and literature as well. I think I, when I was trying to generate my own definition as well, I just kind of simplified it. At first, I was writing, it's women who are living with independence and freedom. But then I was like, that's so limiting because it's, there's not, not all women even want that. So I just said, allowing people to live with independence and freedom as my definition. Yeah. But you, you highlight um, many different groupings of individuals there. And I really like that. I think that that's important because So I listened to this other podcast. I'll shout out to it. It's called Unladylike. And it is one of my favorite feminist podcasts. I learned so much on it. And I learned about this word called intersectionality, where, and I'm jumping over the schedule here to talk about this. (laughs) But um, so it's, it's talking about how all, all inequality isn't equal. So um, it means that everyone is coming from their own unique backgrounds and experiences. And just because my experience as a white female and maybe the inequality I face as a white female will be different than that of maybe a black female because she's coming from more than one system of inequality there. And it's important to give voice to everyone's experience. The other thing I was going to say, Amy, I like how you changed yours to people because 
Mm-hmm. Um, if we think back to our LGBTQ episode, not everyone identifies as just women or men, right? Right. Non-binary people need feminism and everything like that too. So that was great. Um, so I think we have to kind of jump in and understand some background information to to kind of ground us and anchor us in the same direction about you in know, like turns. one direction. <laughs> How can we bring up One Direction continuously? <laughs> oh my gosh. Sorry. One sorry, of the styles. <laughs> we were talking about this and in some ways having an episode on feminism feels like don't we know this already? So why why do we want to do this in the first place, Amy? Like why do you think that this is an important yeah, thing for us I to cover. We, we didn't even we argued didn't, about this. We did. We did. <laughs> because, yeah, well, well, Alex, you mentioned you were like, everyone knows this already. Everyone knows what feminism is. And I was like, I have heard so many people, even close in my own life, who have said what feminism is not. And it drove me kind of crazy because I'm like, okay, the education is not there for everyone to understand this term. And this term and idea has evolved so much that I think we need to help everyone clarify and understand what feminism really is. That's actually true because I feel like feminism as a word kind of gets a bad rap. Like people hear it and can be like, ooh, like that is too aggressive of a word for me. And that reminds me of um, this interview I watched on David Letterman with Aziz Ansari. And he was saying, well, of course I'm a feminist. You can't say I believe in equality and and say I'm not a feminist. It's like saying, I uh, I'm a doctor that deals primarily with diseases of the skin, and then the doctor saying, or and then asking that doctor, well, does that mean you're a dermatologist? And the dermatologist saying, like, whoa, <laughs> like that's way too aggressive of a word. I'm not a dermatologist here, but that they go hand in hand. That's how words work. So mm-hmm. believing in equality means that's feminism. Like that's hand in hand. And I think we can break down that over this episode is that historically that word came with a lot of connotations associated with it, whether positive or negative. And I think our millennials are really normalizing what feminism is, educating people so that our next generation and our next group can come up and really live that. Yeah, that's true. Not to discount all of like the feminist movements that happened in first wave feminism and things like that. Like think of the 60s and the suffragettes and everything. For sure. Just keep building on it each generation. Absolutely. Which is going to bring us to our building blocks. So let's talk a little bit about some terms that we feel like we're going to need to know. Um, This is funny because I've never (laughs) written this word and I struggle. (laughs) I literally was looking at it and I was like, Miss... uh, misogyny (laughs) what's that and then I was reading it and I was like oh misogamy did I say it right no (laughs) no let me say it again misogyny misogyny (laughs) I mean okay misogyny I got it it's spelled it it just like it's got o-g-y-n in it and I was like yeah it threw me but misogyny um misogony is the hatred (laughs) of women (laughs) and so uh you might hear us use that word and it's it means like the hatred of women and it can come in many different forms um it could be as aggressive and serious as 
uh, women being n- not allowed for women to vote in certain countries, or it can be as subtle as catcalling someone on the street. Yeah, I, th- I like when I think of that. I mean, that's a terrible thing to be called, but I know you know certain uh, people, figureheads who have done you know terrible things in the past. They might be called this by women as well. So I that's... recently uh, mm-hmm. came into contact with a misogynist on a dating app. Oh. Yeah. When he uh, called me out for believing in the pandemic, he said I was being brainwashed and uh, a lot of other hurtful, uncalled for things. So if you catch a Brandon out there, we can uh, <laughs> oh my God, our give him a quick Brandon. throat punch. <laughs> We have to, like, maybe seasonally change our, like, names of uh, boys who've crimed against us. Males. <laughs> um, okay. The patriarchy. Mm, down with the patriarchy. Yes. I do everything you say. And I'm like, it's because of the patriarchy. I mean, I feel like once we identify this, you start to realize how influential it is in our society as well. So a social system that uh, positions power more uh, in terms held by men. So men having these powers within our social systems. Can you think of an example, Alex, that we can use here of the patriarchy? Yeah, name one female president of the United States. Done. There you go. (laughs) That's not even pre-written. Oh, you already went over this terminology, intersectionality. Yeah. So let's just have our uh, listeners say it out loud. What is intersectionality? It is inequality that is not created equal based on our social identities. Oh, yeah. So good. That's great. So that's just some definitions we went over. Um, And let's go on to the next thing and say why we, Alex and Amy, need feminism in our own lives. Yeah, this was kind of neat because I hadn't heard of this movement before and Alex kind of shed light on it. She was mentioning that, you know, there's many different people who are writing and taking pictures and posting them in social media and so on. And I thought that was so powerful. So I was like, what would I write on mine? I need feminism. If you Google it, it's cool to look up, but I need feminism because I want to make my millions and not marry it. That is so powerful. And I, I should have went first because I don't want (laughs) to go after that. Um, The other cool thing is if you do look it up, it's not it's not just women who need feminism and it's men too so if you look up this like i need feminism and it was just on like instagram circulating there's lots of men posting as well because feminism isn't just for women it is for men too if we think about like how men aren't supposed to show emotions and is well i think the thing is too is like i i think of feminism like as a woman I want to be able to support my male partner. I want to be able to stand beside him and catch him when he falls and, you know, cheer him on when he needs that uplifting moment. And he's not the one person that needs to do that. True. So so I think not even just men and women need feminism. Everyone needs feminism. Yeah. Thank you. Back to that uh, called non-binary. Yeah. All, all genders, all the gender binary. I need feminism because I want to feel safe while I'm out on a date. I have definitely had some like situations where I felt like uneasy or feel the need to check in with friends. And uh, that's not a cool feeling when meeting strangers. Because baby, it might have been too cold outside. (laughs) Oh my gosh. (laughs) 
Okay, we are going to jump into a game, Wheel of Feminism. Wheel! How do I win? <laughs> um, well, what we did is we had our followers uh, write in about different myths that they've heard centered around feminism. And we're going to spin this wheel. We've all heard them. Bra burners. <laughs> people that oh, don't shave. Good. Oh, yeah. They're good. And then we're going to kind of talk them through and talk them out together. And Make tell sense? you why they are not myths. So I would like you to think of us as um, the Mythbusters, the feminist yes. Mythbusters. We turned ourselves into fuckboy vigilantes to feminine <laughs> Mythbusters. Oh, we, we wear go. so many hats. <laughs> okay, the first one says... Feminism has made women equal, so we don't need feminism anymore. Mm, I feel like we already busted this myth when we said why we need feminism in our own lives. Mm -hmm. I think people who think this, they're like, oh, the work's already been done. It's time to move on. We're all equal now are not really digging deep. I think it's like what you had said. It's like, I believe in equality, but they don't dig deeper. What does that really mean? What does that actually look like? How are my actions playing into that? Even something as simple as, and I only remember half facts, so I don't remember their percentage, but um, the amount of statues in the United States it's like a crazy amount of statues are men and something like there's only like 13%. Like it was less than 20% of statues are dedicated to women and Interesting. monuments. Yeah. So I think, I do think that this term or this idea has really sprung board starting in the early 60s. And it's definitely evolved over time. And here we are in 2021 now and how much it's transformed, but the work is not over and I think even as potential future parents to come, speaking about Alex and myself, <laughs> I think it's so powerful to educate our up our young youths and children and our own children, you know, about how we can see all people as equal. Mm-hmm. Empowered women empower women. Mm-hmm. Empower we empower women, we empower young students, young minds young children young men busted did we bust that one? Oh yeah <laughs> out of the water okay Hit Alex, with another one wheel you're you're gonna read this one for me oh okay. oh feminists are man haters we are <laughs> <laughs> no I think like this is funny it every time I read every time I read man hater I was just telling Alex I always think of the song she's a man eater make it work up it's just women that literally eat men for breakfast. That's what I think. Like, they absolutely hate men. The opposite of misogynist. That's These are such misandry. Ex- <laughs> Misogyny. <laughs> no, mis- I don't even know how to say that one. Misandry? Misandry? Oh, that's the, that's oh, a sorry. man it hater. A term. Yeah. Oh. But I think, I do think um, it, it can at times come, it sounds like that. There, there's a lot of like, and I think it's about how you, approach things like I think people who interpret it as like oh it's just like women who absolutely hate men it's like no they hate the imbalance that's been created yes the frustration from that 
And also, feminism is not just about women, as we said. So um, it's not advocating for women to be above men. It's advocating for equality, but also, like I said, men are encouraged not to show emotions and be like a doting father uh, or even just a man taking the paternity leave. Like that's so unheard of, right? And so feminism... It's not just women, it is also men, and it's it's not we need it for so many reasons, and it's there's no hatred of men in this at all, yeah, it's just a desire for I think that equality, that balance that both whether man, woman, or any other identified term that you identify with is that we're seen as equals were valued as equals yes and also kind of like those gender stereotypes and things like it's not just about equality in like positions of power but in our stereotyping and roles roles yeah like speaking Mm -hmm. of harry styles you can wear a dress yeah and guess what the ladies love it so that's not a bad hater right there i mean he yeah and i remember you were we send each other uh pictures of one direction on the regular and that was like the one that got me he like had that shirt and it's like i am a feminist and i was like yes you go harry styles is this just a harry styles podcast <laughs> yes <laughs> and next we'll be interviewing harry styles <laughs> oh my gosh dream life hit up the wheel of feminism girl <laughs> okay we don't need feminism because we are already equal I wish that I knew statistics because I'd pull up like pay inequity, but um, I don't know statistics, but I know women are not paid the same as men. And then if you look at uh, women of color, they're paid even less. Or like you want to talk about indigenous um, women, that is a, a huge inequity compared to white women. Yeah, I think, thank you for bringing like race into it as well, because that definitely creates Uh, What was the term again that we use? The intersectional? Yeah, intersectional differences between different groupings and ethnicities as well. They face a variety of barriers. I think we are saying like people who already believe like, oh, well, everyone's already seen as equals already. It's it's like we still need to do the work and we still need to, you know, make sure we're inspiring our future generations to believe and understand and Um, live that as well so it's not just like it's achieved and we're done here it's achieved and we continue to strive to achieve that well it's not even achieved like straight up uh canadian women make um four dollars less on average than men and that's we're talking like canada that's right here at home so boom did have a statistic in my head get one out there all right, here we go again. Little spinny. What's it gonna be? Ooh, you feminists can... don't want equality. They want to be superior to men. I think as a feminist myself, that's untrue. I just I just want I just want to be appreciated. I want to <laughs> be 
I want to be, I want to have a balance with my partner. I don't want to say one is better than the other. And even when I look at my friends, my male friends and my female friends, it's, it's seeing them on the same platform. It's not rising up one, one gender to another. It's, it's, we are all equal in this situation of living. And as I like bring up continually, feminism is not just about women. It is about men as well. So in, in no world does it make sense that um, we want men to be repressed. We want men to be liberated as well. Exactly. Cry, men, cry. (laughs) But I'll be your shoulder to cry on. Feminists are women who need a good fuck. Bleep! I know, I I tried to time that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Alex, thoughts? Okay, well, in a pandemic, um, this is not even allowed. So... No, <laughs> new answer. Um, this is but, just goes back to I feel like how feminism is sometimes seen as this aggressive word about like women who are like hysterical and crazy and throwing out all those words when it's like no, just like listen to us. It's not about sex or hormones. It's like literally the reality that we're living every day. Yeah, I think when I hear people say this too, it's like, I like, I don't even know how to react. I'm kind of like cringy. It's like, it's like the same thoughts and feelings I get when people say like, okay, when, when women are being irrational in their eyes, and then they say, are you on your period? I'm like, that's so inappropriate to ask someone. Like, yeah, you're like, I'm only aware of full moons because I'm a werewolf. <laughs> that is the it's, only thing you can it's just ask like me. it's kind of like a, a very uh, saying you know you're you're not valid your feelings aren't valid it's because you're quote crazy yeah and like it just reminds me too of like we were talking about this you know like hysterical women in the past in medical industries like if they were hysterical do you know what the actual cure was was like doctors would get them off Yes, they would literally like <laughs> probe them and be like, there you go. They just basically like jerked you off and you're you're cured. And so you're right. It's it's taking away from how you actually feel and you expressing the emotion and feelings behind your own thoughts and verbalizing that and then and it's just not being I, I don't appreciate this one if someone was to say this to me. <laughs> no, it's so, not it's not validating. No. Okay, here's the next one. Spin that wheel. I'd like a vowel. <laughs> Is that the right game show? Uh, feminists don't want equality. They want men to suffer the same repression they experience. I think I think this goes back to like about the man eater or man hater, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's just like if you go about it, you know, the women are passionate about this and not just women, but everyone again people who are passionate about this it might come off as anger but they're actually so motivated and so passionate about sharing about this that I think people see it as anger and it's like okay but if you don't if you're not seeing this whole encompassing picture that you know we want you to see then there is a frustration behind it because if we're met with term like other phrases like oh yeah you just actually need a good you know fuck it's like, excuse me, like now I'm now I'm angry, you know? So I think 
the frustration and anger to educate everyone is present and it can kind of come off that, you know, we want everyone to suffer. We're not sadistics here. We don't want people to suffer. We want you to recognize the imbalance and inequality so that we can create more balance. Yeah, I think also the word that we're looking for is equality here, not inequality. So it's not like we want to flip the scales and be like, we're at the top and you're at the bottom now. That doesn't serve anyone either. So it like linguistically, I guess it makes sense linguistically. In reality, it doesn't make sense. If you're fighting for equality and what people are saying is feminists only want to repress men, well, that's the opposite of equality. So, Right. I'm not the only feminist out there that does that. So, you know, and but yet, you know, turning to someone else who identifies themselves as an active feminist, they might say, you know, I don't, I hate wearing bras. Like that has nothing to do with what we're even talking about. That's just, again, a choice, a body choice that people have. All right, here's the last one. I don't know how this feminist wheel works. <laughs> I think it is. Oh, of course, this is last. It says feminists are bra burners or women that don't shave. Well, one thing that working from home <laughs> has taught me is the bra life I could do without. <laughs> um, but it, again, um, feminism is about letting anyone express what they want, how they want. And uh, if you want to burn your bra, great. If you don't want to shave, great. If you do want to shave, great. But don't make me feel pressured to shave because of standards don't make me feel pressured to wear a bra because of other people being uncomfortable about my body and so um I mean this goes back to I think us saying that feminism people think it's this like aggressive uh radical word when it's really like just a simple concept Mm mm-hmm And I think the thing is, too, is like people who are not very open minded and have this like stereotype or like image set of up of what a feminist is, is like, that's incorrect. You know, like you can be a feminist and wear a bra or not wear a bra. It's your body. It's your choice. But you can also be a feminist and shave or not shave, like you mentioned. So, again, your body, your choice. But also I'm a feminist. And guess what? I wear a bra and I shave. Exactly. doesn't have to be a statement. Yeah. It can also be a statement. Yeah, sure. But again, I think it's like, I, I can't, it's like having closed tunnel vision. Like is someone else seeing a feminist and like they have this ideology of like, okay, that's what a feminist looks like and that's how they are. And it's like, no, that's not that at all. Um, and it's so much more if we can, you know, not just stereotype it of what you think that is. Well, I hope we uh, busted some myths that you had in your head. And we're going to end with our favorite um, quotes about feminism. So, Amy, why don't you take her away? Yeah, mine's not so much of a quote, more of a poem by Rupi Kaur here. And the theme is kind of progress. Um, I even look at my mom's generation and I think to myself how much our previous female generations have really doted on their husbands and pleasing them. And I think even as a modern dater myself, I'm not looking for that. I'm looking for some balance and um, 
equality in my own relationship. So I just, every time I think about a feminism, I think of women of our past who have done a lot of things for us, uh, for my generation as well, to get where we are, so that we can have equality as females and as individuals in today's world. However, so, if you do want to cook and clean and dote for oh, your yeah. husband, that yeah. is also a feminist can do that. Yeah, absolutely. Sorry, I, not to take it's away from ju- okay. that. Okay, it's just yeah. not, it's like the expectation that that is, that you must do that. Yes. That is absolutely. what's removed. So I just, yeah. I just wanted to clarify. Yeah, and I think too, thank you, Alex. And I think too, it's also like, you know, finding that balance between you and your partner in what you deem equal and fair in your relationship too, especially when it comes to living. Um, So anyways, uh, thank you for clarifying that. Uh, Here, Rupi Carr wrote, our work should equip the next generation of women to outdo us in every field. This is the legacy we leave behind. Progress by Rupi Carr. Pretty. Yeah, I like that. What about you, Alex? What's your favorite feminist quote? Well, I was bumping around on different things that were going through my head. And um, I really wanted this shirt that I saw. And it said the future is female. And I was like, oh, sweet. That's so cool. And then this summer, I was listening to that podcast on Ladylike and learning about um, the word intersectional and how my experience doesn't reflect everyone's experience. And now they make shirts that say the future is intersectional. And I was like, yes, that's the shirt that I want. So I really like that. And um, there's this quote by Kimberly Crenshaw, who's a civil rights lawyer in the United States. And she said, women come from a whole range of backgrounds. If our visions of peace don't include these differences, then our peace will be partial. I feel like this was kind of a nice balance because Amy, your, your quote kind of honored the women of our past and Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm kind of honoring the women as we move forward to know that all of our voices are important to move forward that's great I think our followers I would imagine most of you are feminists we really encourage you to read and educate yourselves a little bit more on what feminism is and how you can be an act of feminism in fighting for equality for all in our future. I was thinking about this. Um, I maybe should have said it at the beginning, but I remember being in university and uh, really toying with the word feminism. And I was one of those people who was like, well, yeah, of course I believe in inequality, but am I a feminist? Well, no, that's extreme. Like, I remember having this thought. and And now it's... Like, without a doubt, I'm like, duh, of course I'm a feminist. And so everyone's journey, it takes a while to, like, get places. So I'm not saying overnight, think, like, yeah, you need to say that you're a feminist because some people say they're feminists with not actually, like, having the actions of it either. So give yourself some grace and time to think about kind of where you stand and just remember, hopefully, that quote that I said about... um, the dermatologist thinking that's too much of an aggressive word. Feminism is just linguistics. And if you believe in equality, then that means that you believe in feminism. That's a great way to end, Alex. <laughs> my God, I'll get off my soapbox now. <laughs> <laughs> Jar of questions. Yes. Okay, we um, had, again, our followers put some questions in our jar. Thank you for filling it up. And our question today... My jar is full. 
(laughs) (laughs) Our question today, actually, multiple people wrote this exact question. And it is, where would you travel if you could travel anywhere in the world right now? Slash, where would you go as soon as the pandemic is over and we can travel again? Oh, guys, that's a good one. Well, he is like pulling her hair right now aggressively. Where are you gonna go? Um, I think well, like I just have so many things on my list, but um, I think I'm gonna go to Greece. Um, I love the Mediterranean Sea, so and the f- fresh seafood. I'm going to Greece. Uh, yeah, Greece it is for me. Why did that pop into your head <laughs> out of everywhere? I okay. thought you were going to say it. Macau. Well, I, yeah, but my, like, okay, like, my job obviously pens there, so, like, I don't know, still happen or not. Um, I just, I've always wanted to go to Greece. It's on my list of 30 things I wanted to do when I turned 30, and I still haven't achieved that. I came close because I went to Turkey, but I did not get to go to Greece, so Greece is still really high up on my list. So I'm going to Greece, people. Okay. We did not talk about this prior <laughs> to pulling this question out of the jar. Are you coming to Greece too? Amy, that was my answer. <laughs> oh, like, we you, like, go together. totally <laughs> threw me off because I did not think that was on your radar at all. I thought you were going to be like, I'm going back to UAE so I can get my things that I left there. Or I'm going to Macau because oh, no, of my job. But no, <laughs> you're like, I'm going to take your answer. And that's fine because we're going to go together now. <laughs> oh, I love it. Let's do it, actually. Oh, I'm, my gosh. I'm all for it. Okay. Catch you then. Post well, thanks for whoever wrote this question then, because I guess you just uh, spawned our plans to go to Greece. <laughs> yeah, thank you for uh, planning our next our podcast travel. retreat. <laughs> oh my gosh, yes, coming to you live, episode twelve from Greece. <laughs> oh my gosh, sign I me wish. up. <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs>